handle yourself, use your head. To handle others, use your heart. Eleanor Roosevelt. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get time. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. It's time to go back to Wesloth with Leaders and Legacies. With me today for this session is Chris and Rachel. Thank you for joining us for Leaders and Legacies. Fezzik, are you going to continue to watch the uh, you know, the temple while they're doing dinner, or are you going to head home? So I'm actually going to go over to the tavern. You know, I said it was just right around by the by the temple. So I'm just going to go and grab myself a meal there and maybe situate myself where I can kind of see the temple. Okay. Because I am getting hungry. I worked hard in the fields. I'm hungry. You're frequent there. So what's, what's the favorite dish that you will order? Um, I, I like the the roast and vegetables, but it's normal, you know, it's pretty standard fare. It's a small town, so it's pretty standard stuff, you know, and the traders come through, we might get some extra flavorful things, but outside of that, it's, eh, it's food. It, it's better than my cooking. All, all the normal vegetables and things. Uh, yeah, so where are you going to eat it? Are you going to eat it inside the tavern and kind of have a meal of it there? Or are you going to go back outside? I'm, I'll have it inside. There's two windows, so I'm just going to, you know, get a seat that's facing out the window and, you know, try to put my put my back to people so that they realize I'm not really in the mood to talk. People know you fairly well, so that they, they know if you've got your back to them <laughs> and, and that you, you know, want some privacy. They also know that if you were to kind of be in the mood, you would you know absolutely be engaging them because fairly well liked around town because you're the neighbor that helps all the other neighbors. I guess so you're watching out the window, I guess, roll uh, perception. 15. After about an hour where you've had a chance to sit and listen to some of the conversations, you see a figure slip out of... The temple seems like, you know, probably from the place that, you know, the, the, the figure slipped, they're slipping out a window. I, I put my plate down and then head to the door and just kind of, just kind of peek out without making it look like I'm leaving and see if I can see where the figure goes, the shadow goes. Okay, yeah. Roll stealth to see if uh, you're able to kind of get that door open without drawing attention. 13. You watch as the figure kind of comes back out to the main road, turns right, walks a, a few moments down the street, and turns down that same street you saw Alton go down earlier this evening. So I'm, I'm going to dart out, and I'm going to just cut, you know, cut like a little shortcut, and I know where he's heading. So I'm going to cut myself a little shortcut instead of following him directly and, you know, hit the asthma, so to speak, and try to try to beat him there um, he does not seem to have noticed you he, he stops and check out you know, the uh, the fence a little bit doesn't go in and then he kind of just continues down the street and kind of goes around the corner you know as if he's checking more out are you gonna follow him um he's around the corner i'm gonna go look at the fence i was like did he see something maybe i didn't see right like <laughs> 
I thought this fence was okay. <laughs> so we're gonna take a peek. Cause you, I mean, yeah, the guy's a little weird, but maybe he's maybe he saw something. Yeah, take a peek. Do an investigation roll. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. With a, with, with a seven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get over there. It, it looks like the yard is shut down for the evening. Other side of the fence, they do seem to have some stacks of various woods yeah, that uh, are under a shed. The shed that most people in town would ignore. <laughs> Nothing seems to catch your eye. So uh, I guess you're going to follow him further. Yeah. Now I'll try to, to see if I can catch up with him and, and see where he went next. Okay. So when you get up around the corner, roll perception. Thirteen. He seems to have disappeared. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wander, you know, kind of meander, like nonchalantly in case I see him on my way home. Yeah, what's your passive perception? Um, it is twelve. Yeah, as you go strolling back, you don't see or hear anything in the streets that seems out of place. You can hear, you know, the occasional dog barking. In town, you can hear some people shutting down for the night. Your doors closing, and you know the night's pressing on. Yeah, I'm gonna head home. It's getting pretty dark. Sandor, we're gonna come back to you. You wake up in your room. Um, tell us uh, you know, what you see and what you don't see, I guess. Sandor wakes up and looks around the room and see that some of his stuff has been moved a little bit. I'm pretty precise, but my boots were moved and my backpack has been shuffled around. So I will go investigate my backpack. Okay, and when you get over there, what do, what do you find? All the mail is there. It looks like all my stuff is there. Okay, yeah. I seem to be missing a few coins, that, but that looks like about it. But someone has gone through my bag. All right, now, so what are you going to do? I will get up and start my morning chores. I will ask Kamen later in the day to see if he has any idea what may have happened. Okay, so Aline, you know, comes to you and she pulls you aside and, like, is any of your stuff missing? I am missing some coins, but it looks like all my equipment is still there. But I'm I'm missing coin. But someone was in my room last night as I slept. Yes, well, I'm I'm missing coins as well, as well as an amulet and uh, some trinkets that probably wouldn't have been valuable to many people. But uh, they certainly you know do help with the casting of spells. Have we seen our uh, spell casting friend this morning? I have not. I have just woken up. Maybe we could ask Hamish if there's a problem with burglary in this area. Why don't you go find Hamish and uh, I'll look for our friend. Okay. Yeah, check to see if he's missing anything either. I guess yeah, so she heads down the hall towards the room that Alton had been in. You find Hamish in the kitchen. Seems to be preparing breakfast meal. Um, yeah, how did you sleep, brother? I slept extremely well. It appears someone has gone through my room last night. Was anybody in the temple? Someone went through your room? They did. Some coin and my rations have been removed from my pack. I, I, I'm pretty sure we were locked down tight. How well did you know your guest? You are the second person to make an insinuation that he may have taken something, but I have just met him the day before, that day. He was gone first thing this morning. He has left? Even before I woke up, he left, yes. Do you think he went to the farm? To sell his goods? I had assumed that you know he had tried to catch the farmer before the the farmer got out about his day. But uh, where's Eileen? She is looking for him. Well, let's go see what she's found, and you know, we will then, I guess, talk about it with the uh, sister tomorrow and uh, figure out what to do. We'll have to uh, pay that farmer visit uh, if uh, your friend is nowhere to be found. Okay, that is, sounds good to me. I can't imagine him wanting to steal from a temple. So when you get down to the room that he had been in, Aline, looking a little bit, uh, you know, 
quizzical. His whole bag is gone. Seems to be that uh, he's put some pieces of you know, wood that uh, they're very interesting wood, but they're unshaped, and uh, it seems that uh, yeah, they were just left there for, for reasons unknown, kind of on the bed. Hamish, do you recognize this wood? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the family down there works you know, works on with their wood carving. I, I think we should go talk to them and uh, see what's what. Let's bring them. The, let's bring this wood to them. I think that's right. I think we should take it with us. And, you know, Lean accompanies you, and Sister Tamora has to stay at the temple because someone needs to be there at uh, at all times. And uh, so you, you approach, and as you're walking out the, you know, the front of the temple, um, you notice that there's a, a gathering um, uh, of town folk, you know, that seem to be kind of meeting in the town square. And we'll flip over to Fezzik. Fezzik, did you get up early? You know, how did, you know, how did your morning you know, start off? I did. I, I normally get up early and kind of go for a walk through the woods and just clear my head, get my coffee. <laughs> Be, gotta have my coffee, you know, um, before I, I have to deal with all the townspeople because sometimes it's just a little much for me. It was so many people. Yeah, yeah, gotta have, gotta have peasant coffee. Oh, I totally make it myself. While you're making your coffee, outside you hear some of the town folks kind of yell like, yeah, no, no, get the sheriff. I, I look out the window. And see you know, people pointing back down towards the farm that uh, you had observed the uh, halfling casing <laughs> the night before. And uh, everybody looks aghast. All right, so I'm going to pour myself a cup of coffee real quick because it's ready and walk out the door to see what's going on. So somebody stole a whole bunch of the, you know, the, the carving wood from, from the farm down the road. The, you know, the Cornwalls, they, they have their farm, somebody stole wood. They, you, know, you know they carve those, those beautiful, beautiful carvings. Well, somebody stole their whole supply of wood. The whole supply? You know, as much as, the, as they could carry. Did you see any carts or anything come into town? No, just these people. There's some new people that went to the temple on foot. I knew that there were there were strangers in town. I had heard. Yeah, we're getting the sheriff, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. So as you know, you, uh, you know, hear that, you see Thandor you know, and Hamish and the, the the human woman come out, start to walk over towards the rest of the group. At that point, Sheriff Miller shows up at just at that moment. So what seems to be the trouble? And somebody from in town, someone has, has robbed the, the, the Cornwalls. Yeah, they've stolen all of, all of their, their carving wood. <laughs> they kind of look over to you, Thandor. And yeah, they see that you and Hamish have it. Somebody's like, they took it! The strangers took it! The sheriff looks to you, Thandor, and says, uh, yeah, Mind if I have a word with you for a moment? Please do. We just found this on the bed of that who we took in last night. Interesting timing on that. Who would this stranger be? It is that halfling that joined us. He said, said his name was Alton. Problem is, when I saw you guys come in last night, I only saw two people come in. You seem to have at least some of the missing wood. Hamish, uh, do you uh, know where he got it? Hamish relays the same story you did, that it was found in the room of the other visitor. You know, Hamish, you know, says that the, the other visitor's nowhere to be seen. And uh, the sheriff eyes you up and down, Thandor, and says, well, how do we know where you're not in cahoots with this individual? I'm a child of George. I have been on a six-month mission trip. Interesting. Sister uh, Aline, I, I see you're with uh, this. This is my third month. I bring you your mail. And I have not taken any... Well, you see, you seem to be in possession of 
said would. Should I have left it in the room? We were bringing it to the farmer. Well, he, he looks you up and down, and he's like, why don't we uh, come down to my office until we can straighten this out? Strangers in town tend to ruffle things up, and you know, sometimes things are mistakes, and sometimes they're not. If I could get you to accompany me down, you know, Hamish will take good care of him. Tell Sister Tamora that uh, we'll, we'll also come by to talk to her a little bit later, but uh, we're going to talk to this gentleman down here at my office. He, he proceeds to kind of guide you down the street towards the sheriff's office. You know, he's like, this is your first outing in this area? This is my mission trip. It is the first time out of the blue Misty Mountains. I guess, yeah, one of the things that I want to make sure is entirely clear to you is that, uh, yeah, we don't take to uh, strangers kind of ruffling things up here in town. And uh, yeah, that's why we're just going to, yeah, sit and talk and, you know, make sure that, you know, nothing, nothing untoward is, is going to happen here in town. Fezzik, if you want, roll to see if you're hearing all of this. Yep, 10. With a, with a 10, you see the sheriff kind of taking this priest off down to his office. And you, you know, know from your history, while you didn't hear what just you know, went down, that if the sheriff was going to take somebody to his office, it usually means he tends to get them to step inside his cell. You know, he's not big on evidence. He just likes to solve his crimes. So I'm going I'm to go ahead and follow because maybe I can give some input. Yeah, so, you know, after a minute or so, they get down the street. He takes out his big set of keys, unlocks the front door to his office, motions Thandor in, and follows him in. Thandor, you know, inside the office, you see there's kind of a a big desk off to the left-hand side, holding cell towards the back of the room. There seems to be kind of a privy off, uh, you know, on one side. The rest of the room kind of just seems to be taken up with, uh, you know, various scrolls and things on shelves. Sure, I am as perplexed as you. Well, you you can understand, my friend, uh, you know, when uh, somebody shows up in town. I have been carrying mail for you. Yep, so the, the, the sheriff kind of takes this in and size you up. Roll perception as, as if you can see what he's thinking before he thinks it. Non-nap 20. He appears to be about ready to, you know, shove you into the cell in the back of the room. But, you know, he seems to be barely training himself. He's like, strangers in town, making things a little bit difficult. I guess I'll give you one last chance to clarify for me, you know, how it is that we don't associate you with the, you know, this this missing stranger. You know, now Hamish isn't likely to lie to me about that part. But uh, how do we know you're not just here as a foil to let him get away with his crime? Because you know Eileen, who is journeying with me, and she is my mentor on this trip. We send druids and clerics here on a regular basis. I am carrying your mail that I am willing to distribute to you to give to the rest of the townspeople. Would you be uh, so kind as to step into the cell? And I'm going to go talk to other people and uh, you know sort this out. Hey, Sheriff. Um, so I saw these people come in last night, and I met them briefly. But while I was eating in the tavern my dinner, which was really good, um, <laughs> I saw that other guy. I I didn't I don't remember his name, but the weird the little weird one. I saw him walk walk down the road, and he stopped in front of the um, that home and just kind of like looked around and then walked away. It was really weird. I actually saw him do it twice. It was really weird, and I lost him after the second time, and that's when I went home. 
But I, I didn't see anybody else come out of the temple. He was the only one that left the temple. And he left the temple twice. And the second time, he was sneaky. He left the temple through a window. He left through a window? A window. A window? A window. So I'm not so sure. I, 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 I don't know this guy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, we just met him. Like, he says he knows me. But, like, we don't know each other, right? So, but he seems like a much more upstanding guy. That other one, he just gave me funny vibes. And you know how I get weird vibes off of people. Yeah, roll persuasion. Booyah! Natural 20 for a 24. The, the fact that you witnessed all of this, and you're, you're known to be pretty uh, solid citizen here in town. I get that. But you see, I can't allow this this gentleman to stay in town. Could I maybe persuade you to uh, escort him out of out of this particular area so that I can see to uh, peace being restored here in town? I I turn to a tornado and I say, "Where's your next stop? How long were you planning on staying here before you had to go there?" I wanted to stay here for a couple of days. I still have your mail I need to deliver. Well, we'll, we'll collect that. I think it would be best for you. Yeah, many of the folks in town you know, are suspicious of strangers. And well, you you brought this stranger into town that stole from us. And uh, yeah, I get yeah, that you're probably not involved in any way, shape, or form. But let's just put it this way: people will be a lot more trusting of the temple. You know, Eileen can stay if she wants, but uh, it'd probably be best for you to move on. If I am to find this man, will I be allowed back into this town? Of, of course, if uh, we're ever ever able to straighten all this out, yeah, I just have to protect my little town, and it's hard to do that if you know people are looking over their shoulders all the time. But everybody'd feel a lot safer, and you know, Fezzik, I know uh, I'd feel a lot safer if you escort this gentleman, you know, well out of our 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 area. And I agree with that, Sheriff. I can take him out of here for you, Sheriff. I understand, and I will return next time with this criminal in hand. He has sullied the name of George. I, I wouldn't go that far. George's pretty popular here in town. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, my friend, you know, I would like to see your reputation restored. and I'll give you that chance. So, yeah, you bring him back and uh, we can throw him in that hole. So, uh, well, let's call it even. That sounds fair to me. Sounds good. Oh, Tornado, I'll escort you to the temple because I don't think anybody's going to want you walking around by yourself. You know, nods. Go collect your stuff, and uh, we'll meet you back at the temple. I'll explain to uh, Eileen what's going on, and uh, Sister Tamora as well. That sounds fair. All right. I am sorry this happened. I would not have brought a thief, and if I knew he was a thief, I would not have brought him to town. I even traded a whistle for his life to the kobolds. A whistle? A whistle. They were chasing him, and I thought he was in danger, so I bargained for his life by giving him a signal whistle a whistle a whistle you may be able to hear them because they love that whistle kobolds something we didn't expect interesting i'll 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 wander out to the kobold see if they can corroborate this uh rescue i understand <sighs> actually let's end this missionary trip here
with our very own Dungeon Master, the Scouter DM, Dave. I'd like to take and set aside this episode to remember the life of my friend Brett Miles. Brett was a joy to everyone he met. Everyone who met him, their life was better for it. And whether it was hosting a chili cook-off or just recommending music, Brett always had a smile and joy to fill the hearts of everyone around him. Brett, you will be missed, and God bless the Miles family as they celebrate his life. Are you a fan of Leaders and Legacies? Are you sitting in your kitchen going, hmm, if only I had a Gateway of the Gods mug I could drink from? Or maybe even a t-shirt that I could spill that coffee on and have to clean and take off and put on my Leaders and Legacies hoodie? I'd really like all of this stuff to feature the Gateway of the Gods artwork. Well, now you have the opportunity to get everything from a one-shot t-shirt to a onesie for your baby with the amazing art of the Gateway of the Gods on it. Just head over to our Tee Public store and check out all of the various options we've got. That's teepublic.com slash leaders and legacies. We know you're out there looking to support us, so there's many different ways in which you can support us. One of the ways is with dollars. If you join our Patreon, you actually get our early access to episodes as well as cool merch that's available nowhere else and many many other things so go over to patreon.com slash leaders and legacies to find out more about that um, you can also help us in ways that don't involve money you know writing a review making sure that you download episodes each week on your favorite podcatcher or just by introducing us to someone else who hasn't listened before and making them a regular listener now all the legal bits, we are not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast, although we do recommend that your life will be better with them in it, so please support and participate with them. All of our music is licensed from Soundstripe.com. Additional images are licensed from Shutterstock.com. Our logo was created by Katherine Evans. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy. And make sure that you subscribe to our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. And never forget to remember... So I've been a simulation for pretty much the last couple weeks. So I have the big boob stick. And so I like kill a couple people and just found out I got a pony and maybe a little boat coming my way.